This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 143 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. I'm going to share with you an experience that I had the fortune to run into when I met two women living in the wild and learned about these matriarchs running Montana. There are many definitions of a strong woman, but these two women business owners, NRA members, and very admirable women make thriving in the wilderness look easy. We all have an image in our heads of what a strong woman is. I consider every NRA woman I know to be a strong woman. This is because NRA women are empowered to take charge of their lives and take the steps to ensure they can provide for their own safety by exercising their Second Amendment rights. A strong woman is independent and able to face any adversity with total resolve. I consider myself a strong woman. Like most other strong NRA women, I rely upon all the modern conveniences you get living in a large city. I deal with the daily trials and tribulations of life, such as losing my internet connection, misplacing my smartphone, being stuck in a traffic jam, or waiting for hours for a service technician just like any other strong woman does. I curse outdated technology and complain about any inconveniences I must endure. Every so often, we get a reset. Something or someone makes you realize and reassess what you perceive as being strong. I now know that there are strong women and then there are strong women. I recently received a first-hand lesson on what it really means to be strong. I just met two incredible and remarkable ladies. They taught me the true meaning of what it means to be a strong woman, and I am truly proud and honored to be able to call them my friends. 
I met these two ladies in Cook City, Montana. Chances are, if you have never been to Cook City, you have no idea where it's located. Cook City is located halfway between somewhere and nowhere in southeastern Montana, just past the northeast entrance to Yellowstone National Park. Terry owns and operates Big Moose Resort, and her daughter Autumn owns and operates Big Bear Resort. The two resorts sit across the highway from each other, separated by Highway 212. The section of Highway 212 where the resorts are located is snowed under for six months out of the year. They must travel to the nearest town by snowmobile, pulling a sled behind them for supplies. To add to their life of leisure, they often go without electricity for days upon end after a big snowstorm. Terry runs Big Moose Resort all on her own, which consists of eight cabins and four RV hookups. Autumn runs Big Bear Resort, which consists of six cabins and a restaurant for her guests all on her own for the most part. She lives there with her husband and children. Autumn's husband travels a lot for work and is gone much of the time. Terry and Autumn are the managers, greeters, electricians, plumbers, carpenters, and any other trade job you can think of. In addition of all of those duties, Autumn is the waitress, cook, and dishwasher in the restaurant that she owns for her guests. There are two things that are evident when talking with Terry and Autumn. The first is where women stand in the Wyoming and Montana wilds. It's very simple. Women run things in this area. According to Terry and Autumn, women have the biggest say in town, and women tell the men what to do, when to do it, how to do it, and when they can go out. They both agree that this is the way it has always been. Remember, it was the women in Wyoming that first got the right to vote. The second thing is their stance on gun rights and the Second Amendment. Terry and Autumn both adamantly agree that life in their environment would be impossible without firearms. Besides both being avid hunters, firearms are essential for their personal safety and that of their family. The biggest threat that these women face is the potential for serious bodily injury or death from grizzly bears, black bears, wolves, and mountain lions. The other threat is from humans. Terry had an encounter with a young grizzly bear that decided to take up residence on her front porch. She first used the preferred method of scaring a bear off by yelling, banging pots and pans together, and throwing things at the unauthorized squatter. The young bear was unimpressed. Terry had to resort to chasing the bear off her porch and down the snow-covered road with her 9mm pistol, discharging the firearm into the dirt. She stated that it dawned on her as she was running down the road, she was running low on ammunition. She did not have an extra magazine to reload if the young grizzly decided to turn back around on her. Autumn shared that her husband had several encounters with grizzly bears, which were dissuaded from further aggression thanks to the sound of a firearm being discharged. 
Autumn herself had to deal with a hungry grizzly bear with terrible table manners, busting into her meat shed and stealing parts of elk and other game that were hung. You can still see the grizzly claw and teeth marks on the doors. This multiple night battle ended when Autumn came face to face with the marauder and discharged her firearm over its head. Both women talk about having to deal with wolves and mountain lions throughout the year. Terry said that she often tells her guests not to just blindly walk out the doors of their cabins. She stated that danger could be lurking anywhere and at any time. Terry does not take anything for granted and does not let her guard down when dealing with Mother Nature. I noticed something when Terry and Autumn were telling stories of their close encounters with these large wildlife predators in their backyards. They told their stories with a huge smile on their face and laughter as if it was just another day in the life. It was when they started telling stories of strange encounters with travelers and guests that their expressions became pretty serious. Some of the encounters they've had is no different than any female might have in a larger city. I asked them if there was a police presence in their town. They both laughed at the same time and said the only law enforcement interaction they get is that periodically the sheriff's office will call just to check in with them. They live in an area with no law enforcement, no cell service, and spotty at best internet service. Their only connection to the outside world is a landline phone when the electricity is not out or their service is not interrupted due to weather. This is why firearms are essential to their way of life. These are some of the most independent and strong women I have ever met. It is conversations like these that make me realize some of the things that I take for granted, such as internet service, good cell connection in a larger city, and the convenience of having so many 24-hour stores close by to choose from if I ever need something at an odd time of the day or night. If I'm low on milk, if I'm low on eggs or butter, I know that a quick turnaround trip might take me about 30 minutes to get what I need and get back home to finish cooking. My friends, on the other hand, may have to wait a week or longer before the roads are able to be cleared well enough for them to make the hour plus drive into the larger city for them to get some of the staples that they need, not only for their own meals, but the meals that they're cooking in the restaurant to serve all of their guests. The way of life up in the mountains and up in more remote areas is much, much different than the way of life it is in the cities. Having conversations with people that live this lifestyle, sometimes I think to myself, I can't even imagine having to live like this and not having access to instant gratification, instant whatever it is I need close by. On the flip side, they're saying the exact same thing in having the conversations with me. They asked me several times during our chats, How can you live in a city? I just don't understand how you can look out your window and see another house or not have a backyard where you can take your four-wheeler or climb up a mountain to that fishing spot out your back porch. So 
just as hard as it is sometimes for me to see life in their terms, they are having that exact same difficulty seeing what it's like to live life in my terms in a city. But reassessing what it is to be a strong woman, we all have our definitions of what that means. After hearing their stories on what a true strong woman is, living off the land and having to make do when things don't go right, I have a whole new appreciation and respect for the ladies that choose to live the lifestyle where conveniences might be just a little bit further of a drive away. It is pretty powerful to realize that you are capable of doing things you might never have thought you possibly could. Traveling to town, which might be 30 minutes of a drive on a snowmobile, carrying a sled behind you just to transport your bags of trash that you've collected over the days or week so you can put it in a safe dumpster away from the wildlife predators. Having to go deep into the woods to cut down your own trees because your supply of firewood is running low. Having to figure out how to manage the size of a tree, how to transport the chainsaws and other equipment needed out to that location, and then figuring out how to cut the tree down and how to cut it down into smaller pieces where you can transport it back to your property. I was fascinated listening to these stories by these women, and they just giggled. They had the best time sharing their experiences of what it's like on a day-to-day lifestyle living out in the remote areas of Montana. They really enjoyed being able to share that information to let other people know that, you know, life life can be tough sometimes and it takes that type of mindset of being strong to get yourself through it. When you have family by your side and support all around, it does take a village sometimes to work together to make things happen. They do have their circle of friends and their community and everybody seems to work together when times are tough, when the food shortages might be low. People help each other and share with each other to get through those hard winters. And if you've never been up in Montana and seen a snowfall and watched how quickly road conditions can change, it makes you realize how much time it takes to prepare for these conditions before they actually happen. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Meaning, 
Now is not the time when the snow flurries start to fall. Now is not the time to make sure that your snowmobile is gassed up. Now is not the time to double check your fridge or your freezer to make sure that you have enough meat to get you through the winter. Now is not the time to start wrapping your pipes and making sure that you are protected in case of a super hard freeze or if everything starts to get buried under the deep snowfall. What I realized after talking to these two lovely ladies is this is a year-long process. When the weather is nice and deceivingly sunny, this is the time that these ladies are going and cutting down their firewood, they're chopping it up, and they're stacking it close by so they will have fire. When the weather does change, temperatures plummet, and the chance of losing electricity is pretty high. This is also the time where all the repairs are done to equipment that will be used again the following fall and winter. This is the time where tires might need to be replaced, chains might need to be added, and fuel cans may need to be refilled and ready to go when the weather and temperature does change again. Summertime is also the time of year when they are cleaning up after a hard winter. So when the snow buries everything for several months at a time, whatever is underneath that snowfall is probably going to be damaged and in need of repair when all the snow melts. Things such as your roof, your patio, and even fencing. Oftentimes there is constant boards that are broken or slats that are down that have to get replaced or nailed back up or repaired to be in good working condition once again. On top of all of these repairs and all of the prep work getting ready for the next winter, there are going to be guests that are coming through and staying in the cabins, hooking up to the RV spots, and dining in the family restaurant. So on top of all the work they're doing by themselves, these ladies are also taking care of their small businesses. These two ladies do not take anything for granted and they never let their guard down. At the end of our last conversation, Terry described her belief in the Constitution and our Second Amendment rights better than any politician, pundit, or activist I've ever heard. She said, I believe in the Constitution. We all have human rights and they are important. We are all individuals. She said, don't take away my rights from me, especially my Second Amendment rights, because you don't understand it. In all of my travels, in all of my journeys, these are some of the strongest women I have ever met. If you ever make your way to Cook City, Montana, be sure to stay at one of these resorts. The Big Moose Resort with Terry, or across the road, the Big Bear Resort with Autumn. Even if you're just passing through on Highway 212, stop in, meet them, and say hello. You will not regret it. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, and making memories that will last a lifetime. My name is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. 
Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.